let's have a chat. And let's start it like this. Everybody stop. Whatever you're doing when you listen to this, stop. Stop moving. Stop thinking. Stop talking. Stop initiating. Stop overanalyzing. Just stop what you're doing. This has been something else. That's all I can say. Let me set the scene for you. I'm over here chilling. In my little introvert mode. Having fun. Listening to some nice music. Being creative. Being the person that I am. It's all good over here. Social media has really been a huge distraction on so much when it comes to life and how to interact with people. And I can go on and on and on and on. My Lord. It's not even worth explaining. I'm going to put this out and then for real. After this, I'm done. <laughs> I am so done. It's not even, and, and I'm not talking about myself. I'm talking about the world in general. And when I say the world in general, I'm including me in that. I'm saying as a whole, the world in general. This is wowzers to me. That's why I'm saying everybody stop. So many people want to insert themselves in things that they should not be inserting themselves in. So many people want to have an opinion on things that they need to refrain having an opinion on or better yet voicing it. So many people think they got the remedy to everything. So many people want to be involved in things that don't involve you. My whole message for January is sit with yourself and focus on yourself as I am doing <laughs> myself that's my whole message and I'm going to start there because this is what we do y'all are so busy focusing on what she she got going on he got going on they got on you're not focused on what you should be focused on you this month but honestly it doesn't matter how you intend to use the month of January for me January is just Tanya that's Tanya's month I've chosen Tanya's month for January actually this whole year is dedicated to me but I'm trying to teach on the importance of utilizing January for yourselves in a non-traditional way y'all are so consumed with my life and I'm gonna put it out there y'all are so consumed with my life y'all it's 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 so funny to sit back and yes it is funny if I offend you it's funny because y'all are so into my life and don't know what's going on. Let me tell you one of my biggest regrets in life ever. My podcast. <laughs> my podcast. Honestly. And, and as I sit here in January. Let's take it back. 
I thought the podcast would be very, you know, like a fun thing to do, a dope thing to do because we were in the middle of the pandemic and I was learning podcasting actually before the pandemic kind of um, went into, <sighs> took over really, you know, they took over. And I was talking with some young ladies and they were like, you should do a podcast. You should do um, a podcast. We like my, your page. I'm talking about my at her best page. And, you know, yes, I have my at her best style page. But I used to get these. The same thing you get on my podcast is what you used to get on my page. You used to get these tips. My girl, Irish, um, she was around during those times on my page where you could come and you can get those inspiration, motivational tips and things. And it's just taking you on a journey of things that I was doing at that time. Namely, I was doing some things in the beauty industry at that time. Actually, you know what? This would be a good episode to dispel some misconceptions. Let's go. Let's roll. Okay. So at the time, I was working in the beauty industry as an image consultant. I don't think you guys know what an image consultant does, and I'm not going to waste this episode for that. We'll talk about that we, that is coming up, but not on this episode in my branding and what's about to produce and, and you know, I'm about to show you. So <laughs> that's why I'm laughing because I know what's coming and it's funny to see the chaos and the confusion. It's just, it's funny. It's funny. So I can't even be like, dang, yo, let me finish doing what I'm doing. And honestly, I finished some projects last night. I knocked out three projects. I'm so happy and things are just flowing. Like I'm in my creative flow. I just want to shut down and just be creative and and let things flow. I'm great, but y'all aren't. Y'all aren't. I don't know what's going on, what we're thinking. Well, I see what y'all are thinking and that's why I'm on this mic right now. Cause I'm like, it's, it's, let's talk. <laughs> let's talk. So Anyways, my page started out like that. Also, my my page was more like, um, you ever heard of Pinterest? I used to use Instagram more like a Pinterest board. Now, a lot of y'all don't know this, but back in the day, I used to use social media for um, other brands. And I used to do social media for the chamber. You know, like I was hands on. There are some people who will tell you this and I might just bring them on so they can tell you and see all that okay so I, I trust me I know about Hootsuite I know about all the platforms I know about this I know about when to post at specific times and stuff when I took a break I took a break from everything so that's a lane that I'm not going to be in no more that was in a season so I've jumped from doing that. There are people who I've helped with their brands that you guys know of. And um I've done interviews with people. I've archived a lot of stuff. Y'all just don't know my journey. It's an amazing journey. But um things are shifting. When I was coming out of that space, um excuse me, I have the hiccups. Um Instagram was shifting as well too and it became more influencer driven. When I started with Instagram, and a lot of different platforms, it wasn't influencer driven during that time span. Now it is. And nothing wrong with it. If you, That's a whole nother conversation. If that's what you do, that's what you do. We're not getting into that conversation. But I'm now coming back. 
And I'm shifting out of the role that I used to be and I used to do back then. Um, so no, I'm not doing those type of roles. Let me make that known. And um, I shifted. The thing about being in the arena of marketing and sales and advertising, my major was integrated marketing communication. There's so many different lanes that you can go in in it. And, and that's one reason I was so drawn to it is because of the outlets it opens you up to. So I've chosen the branding lane. I love branding. I love coming up with strategies. I love problem solving. I love crisis management. I just love things like that. And the list goes on and on with me. So after you then put your toes into different things within my industry, I I know what I want and I know where I'm shifting. And we're not even going to talk about that, but I have a great job. <laughs> I love my job that I do right now. Um, I have the schedule of my dreams. Um, my schedule is flexible, believe it or not. I have a very flexible schedule and it allows me to be creative. And I love, I love my boss. We have a great um, re- partnership. We have a great relationship. I was just talking about to her today and we were laughing about some things. Um, I love it. I, you know, you don't want to put all your business out there. So I'm not putting all my business out there because nobody needs to know my schedule and how I flow and work. But I love it. Um, I can I definitely do work remote and I can do some things in the office as well. I, I love what I do and how I do it. I have my dream schedule when I tell you. Now, yes, people are going to have events and things that they have come up. But even so, I still have a life. I have a working schedule. I also have my schedule. My schedule does come first to the working schedule. So... And that's one reason why I love my schedule, because it works with my life and how I wanted my life to flow in this season of my life and in the time that I need. I get everything done that I need to do for me before I even do one task for the job, go to that job, log in, whatever I need to do, wherever. I can work from anywhere with this job. I love my job. So and it brings out a different it brings out all the best attributes of me right now and you know i'm bringing it up because i'm seeing things people are like oh well why do this and why do this and do that and it's none of your business i know what season i'm in right now and when i tell you i pretty much prayed for what i got and got it i pray for what i got and i got it <laughs> i love it so that's one thing i wasn't even going to talk about that but i'm glad that did kind of come up so hey i love that And that goes hand in hand to what I'm saying. Like right now, this is allowing me to be creative and flow and doing all these things. And that's where I'm at. And so going back to the podcast, which we're on talking, I'm talking to you guys now on. The podcast was going to come about. It just so happened we went and shut down. And I was going to do it from a a different angle because I was talking about burnout at that time with these young ladies. And, you know, we were talking about things and they were, you know, giving me their suggestions and what they want. And, you know, like it was a whole thing. It was beautiful um, experience. And then the podcast, um, excuse me, the pandemic came in. And while I was 
still learning the ropes of the podcast thing and I was reaching out asking about questions about podcasting and um even asked somebody I went to school with about it you know um I want to bring up his name but you know I was doing my research at the time just so you guys can see time span with everything going into the pandemic and Kobe passed that January and I had a message on my heart I had put up a post it's now archive I believe on my personal page about Kobe and his legacy and it got so much attention and um because I remember so many people being struck and astonished when he passed and all of these things and not knowing and you know it, it hit a lot of people hard at that time and so I kind of shed some light in the situation and a lot of people it helped a lot of people at the time that you know it's just something I wanted to do from there I did a podcast episode on legacy that was the very first episode I did on this podcast it was called legacy and I talked about what I wrote and then I talked about his legacy and then I talked about legacy in general that started it now when that was happening I was also going through my own journey of grief because time span Michael had passed in 2018 we are in 2020 now at the park you know the <laughs> the pandemic so I started talking about different topics and I asked a friend of mine to come on the podcast and he became my co-host and we talked about different things that people are dealing with we talked about church hurt um he had gone through a situation and was hurt and was able to redeem himself and um it's a beautiful story you can go back and listen to it and I was I just thought he had an amazing story and I wanted to share that because I know him we're 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 really good friends and even though we might not be on social media like that with each other like I'm on his page when when I see it pop up I'm on his page when he's on my page he pops up or whatever like that some people will see that and be like well they're not friends and they're not on social media no babe we're more friends off social media and I love our lifestyle (laughs) like that like that's my that's my boy I love his wife. He has a beautiful, beautiful wife and beautiful kids. And his kids are so smart and amazing. It's so funny just to, and beautiful to see him come into his own as a parent now. And that's why I wanted him to tell his story because when you first met him and what you see today are like night and day. And so a lot of people had questions. I didn't, but I always, you know, people were always like, well, he changed his life. His life is so night and day and like he's into God now. And, and, you know, and I said, well, I'm, I, and I told him, I said, I have this idea for this podcast and I know how I want to do it. And I'm not going to go into details. And I was like, I really want you, I want to see if you would come on and tell your story. He came on and, you know, he, his wife and him agreed. It was a mutual thing. See how partnership works? <laughs> so he talked about it and his, his wife and his sister. His sister was like, I really love that for you too. So it was a, I love how the family got involved in it. And he told his story and it was like a three-part episode because again, I was learning. So, but it was so beautiful. And um, he's, he told the story of how he found God 
in his life and how he changed some things around. He wasn't like a bad, bad kid, but, you know, he was just in the direction of life that he didn't want to be going down at the time. And you see him self-employed, a realtor, doing amazing things and like a family man today. And I'm just like, and a lot of people had questions. So it allowed him the freedom to tell his story so that other people who had questions could really see his his journey <laughs> and his story and get to see a different side of him. But I also wanted people to see the friend he always was because he was an amazing, great friend. Like I'm telling you, we met in college and um, <laughs> we looked out for each other. I can definitely say that because like even to this day at graduation, I remember being in um, my apartment and it was the day where you had to go and check where they put all the names on the um, door outside the major building and let you know in your department, like if you're graduating or not. So my friend goes and check, of course, the list to see if his name on it. But as a friend, he checked my name was on that list, too. And he was just like, girl, I just want to confirm you on the list. He called me. I was, I was like, you know, I was going to check anyway. You know, I knew I was straight. I knew I knew I was straight. You know, I didn't have my um conversation with my advisor and everything I knew I was straight but you know you know you just need to hear it but it was funny because he called me and he was like girl I just gotta let you know we good we good we good <laughs> so I was like okay okay we good right all right so I'm telling you that because that's the type of friendship that we had and but again I started off with wanting to do burnout And it kind of tipped off with legacy because of what was happening at the times. And then he joined me on more episodes and we just started talking about different things and different um, topics that bother us and um, wanted to address it. And I like it because um, you got his take on things, my take on things. I'm a female. He's a male. We're friends. And, you know, it was great conversation. And, and I thought it was great for people to get to know him and I. So you got to see a different side of him and a different side of me. And I was going through grief at the time, too. And so I would talk to him about that and, you know, and, and some of the things that I have gone through. And then we started talking about grief. I think it went into the grief more is because it was a season where I was learning to navigate. I don't want people to think that I was just sad, 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 sad. No, going into the pandemic, I was already burnt out, but I was still doing Tanya behind the scenes, if that makes sense. Like burnout for me is different. It may look different for me than it may look for someone else. Burnout for me was... I'm the first one to say, Tanya, I need a break. I need a break. And I've always done that throughout life. So never think I always kept going and never take a break. I was just at that particular point there (laughs) where I was like, okay, it's a lot going on right now. Like right now, I'm just a little burnout. I'm giving here. I'm giving there. I'm showing up for this. I'm showing up for that. I'm showing up for myself. I'm learning something new here and I'm learning something new there. Um, I had just taken on a new role. It it was a lot going on. And then the, he'd be hit with, oh, Lord, burnout. Oh, Lord, this one dying. Oh, Lord, this happened and this happened. I was like, okay, 
What can I do? And I really had to talk with my family at the time. And I said, you know what? I'm going to take a break because um, I never, one, I never experienced grief like this before. And I don't, I'm, I feel like I'm just trying to find all the answers right now. I was in a season of, well, why him? He's such a good person. And, you know, and oh my God, he was supposed to do this. Like, I think people don't understand that he had a lot going for him at that time. He was about to start a new job. It was a lot. And so it was a shock to everybody, not just me. We're all trying to um, mourn the loss of this great individual in person. And it's like someone, everybody looking at my dreams. Oh, I wanted him to definitely live his dreams because me and him had to talk about his dreams and, and, you know, and dreams of success and all this other stuff. Like literally before he passed, that was our last, con- one of our last conversations is about dreams and success. So it was like the cliffhanger for both. And so I'm here left with my dreams. Plus I know his dreams. It's not my duty to carry out his dreams, but as his friend, his memorial was different. He had a memorial I wasn't able to go because I didn't know that he had passed at this time. No one knew how to reach me because no one could get in his phone. He didn't have social media. It was a lot. So um, not a bad thing. I don't want anybody to make that bad, you know, because his family really, 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 really wanted me, you know, like to be there. So the way I found out was just shocking in itself. And so to find out in the way that I found out, that was something I had to heal through. Because it's like somebody's gone where you guys have the privilege to go to a memorial service. And and at that memorial service is how you get the closure. I kind of didn't get the closure, if that makes sense. So um, I had to figure out in my own way, how do I memorialize him? And that's just something that I wanted to do personally for me. And I've always I've done things to try to memorialize him, but it just didn't hit me how I wanted it. And so literally, so I'm, I'm kind of fast forwarding a little bit and then we'll go back. When you guys see me posted about him this past week, I, I was like, aha, I got it. That's what that post was about. It wasn't a sad post. It was just like, wow, the connection we had, because I literally was been asking him like the whole week. And that day I was like, dear God, you know, in prayer, just like, in my next season that I'm entering now, how can I pay homage to his memory to like, how can I honor him? I just needed that for me and to walk in that store literally. And literally as I'm going in the store, he's on my heart and I'm like, Oh my God, what makes on my heart? And so I get into the store and I walk on the first aisle and I see this painting, which I posted And I'm like, sneakers, Jordans. It was like a row of like Jordan sneakers and all these different sneakers. Like you knew it was him. And I was just like, this is crazy. This is amazing. And then it says, chase your dreams. And I said, wow. And I said, so when I stopped at the first painting and then next to it was all these other paintings and you kept going, it was like a message down the road. And I was like, (laughs) okay. I get you. And one of the things my grandma always says is God will always speak to you in the most. When you pray and you ask, God will always answer you. 
But you got to be awoke to see how he answers you because he will answer you in the most mysterious ways. And so it was funny at the time. And this is my grandma who's still alive. She tells me that all the time. And so I was like, look at God. That's what it was for me. You guys took it like, I'm thinking you guys are taking it like, oh, she's sad. She's depressed. This is like this. No, that was a happy post. And I, I, I wanted to share that experience, but I said I wasn't and I wasn't going to share it at all. What made me share it was I woke up that morning and randomly I saw something on my timeline. I don't even normally follow this page, but it just showed up. And I was like, Jarul. And I was like, what is this? And so, like, I wasn't even going to read it. And then I'll just look at it. And it's like, well, he, I was like, well, list, what list? So I looked at the article and I was like, well, when you look at the list of the people on there and the time span and, you know, his, his trajectory and his song list. And then I saw somebody say, well, name 10 Ja Rule songs. And I'm like, well, I can name 10 Ja Rule songs. And, you know, and I'm just thinking of what sticks out to me about Ja Rule. And during my time span, he was a great collaborated, um, collaborated artist. So like, I remember growing up, couldn't wait for a Ja Rule collaboration to come out. You know, it's like, cause whenever he dropped the collaboration, you knew it was going to be a banger. It was hot. So it, whether it was with Shanti, um, he didn't have stuff with JLo, whoever, it was going to be hot. Right. And so, and then I just like to see Ja Rule energy. So like, it's going to be hot, but then I also like to see him in the music videos or performing it. And it's just the energy, how he, how he is with the person he's performing with. Like it just has so much character and energy behind it. Right. So I was like, just, you know, it's just like a joking post, you know, like, but people take things the way they take it. I can't tell you how y'all took it, but I'm just telling you my intent. <laughs> so I was like, well, ja, excuse me, but Ja Rule does deserve to be on this list. And, you know, and I explained the reason as I just explained it. And then I just left it at that, you know, like joking. And then I was like, you know, and I'm telling them a little bit of my background. Yeah, I studied debate and stuff like that. Not cocky because I ain't, that ain't even me. I was just throwing it out there like a joke. Like, you know what? If y'all want to debate this about Ja Rule, I'll debate it. Let's go. You know, like, because I think he deserves that. And um, wasn't even anticipating nobody to say anything or anything like that. I just it was just a joke because I'm really not posting on my pages right now. Supposed to be because I'm in grind mode behind the scenes working on a lot of things. And um, I've been working the whole month and, you know, beyond. But it's just it's I'm in crucial time right now because I got these deadlines the things that I'm doing that other people are working with me and that's another thing I want to say I might be jumping around but I know how long I got on this podcast and I'm trying to get back to my point um I do have people who are helping me whether or not you see them there are people working with me on my brand I think the problem is there's people who want to work with me and because I'm not working with who you guys a point and think I should be working with people think I ain't working with nobody people think I'm um well if it's not you it's 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 a no-go you know like it's it's 
But you should be working, you know, like, I don't know, you know, <laughs> I don't want to put words in people's mouth, but I just want to say it just because you don't see me working with who you think I should be working with don't mean other people involved. I'm working with the people who get my vision, who got it, who's, we're, we're good. And I don't bring them online for that reason, because there's so much going on online. It's, it's fun. And we good. That's all I want to say. We good. And, um, and I like it. They allow me to be me. They allow me to with all my ideas, concepts to bounce around and do this. And that's why not, I haven't put anything concrete out yet because I, sometimes you test things and you do different things, y'all. It's, it's a process with a lot of stuff and everybody processes different. Ooh, that can be an episode if I do this. So that's what we need to get back to. But um, everybody processes different. And I like my process. It's fun behind the scenes and how I do things. But you guys don't get it. So that's why I go back to the beginning when I said I kind of use Instagram almost like Pinterest sometimes. And I got to get out of that. I know. And I am. That's why I'm changing up everything. I don't want to say what I'm doing. But if I cause confusion to you, you won't be confused going forward. Because I, during my offseason Instagram was my Pinterest. Okay. That's the only way I can really put it into words to make it make sense to y'all. I wasn't out here using my page like an influencer uses her page or his page. I wasn't out here utilizing my page like a brand, even though like I have this brand and I'm branding and building and stuff. I wasn't branding it. I was using my page more like a Pinterest, but not the at her best style side. That I can definitely say I wasn't using like a Pinterest board, but, um, even so with that, I've changed some things and some things are be changing around and you'll see. And, and we've tested it with people, um, this past two weeks where the direction going and everybody who has been asked to come in on like the focus group part of it loves it. And, um, and that we asked people who was there the beginning, beginning and seeing the transition and, and know my story and stuff. And they love that. They love it. And so I'm like, even if they didn't, it didn't matter. But it's just cool because at the same time, people are like, oh, no, this is good. This is for you. This is good. So I just want to throw that out there. But um, so I, I'm really if you can't tell, I'm really excited. So. And this is a lesson, too, because people be seeing and be thinking things that ain't true. So it's like I'm not over here like distorted. Let's go back to the podcast and talk. So anyways. <laughs> um, OK, well, let me let me finish that up. Then we'll go back to the podcast. So anything thing about job rule. Then I woke um, then after I posted, I end up seeing the stuff on his page about him being at one of my alum, um, my alma mater's. Harvard. I did take a certification at Harvard. A lot of people know and don't know. I don't really talk about it as much, but um, it's something that I'm proud of. But it's funny because with my family and everybody who knew I did it, I, that's the one thing I don't talk about as much. I don't brag or boast and it's nothing like that. I mean, it's my accomplishment. It is. But though, y'all don't understand. It was a lot of work to achieve that. And I'm proud of myself 
And uh, I remember we were going through a gas shortage and I was finishing up my last two projects in that class trying to get my certification. And while everybody else was out trying to get gas, my mom was calling me on the phone and she was like, you got gas in your car? And I'm like, yeah, I'm good. Why? She was like, it's a gas shortage. I'm like, I've been in the house for three days trying to finish this project. <laughs> and um, so after I finished it, I went out and, you know, and just got some more gas just to be sure on the safe side. And I was like, oh, my God, I completed this. I'm an official hover, you know, like it was a big thing for the people who knew. And I and, and I really didn't say anything because I had to sit with myself because I, it was never my dream. It was never the goal to go to Harvard. So to be able to be presented with an opportunity to go to Harvard and complete that. And I'm looking at my mom and dad. And, you know, I remember when they came to my home and they I gave them a copy of my certification. And I was just like, y'all got a whole Harvard alumni here. <laughs> and it was a big deal, you know, because my dad is like huge on education. My dad loves. Now, I get that side from my dad. My dad is huge when it comes to education. He doesn't, you know, force enforce that on us. We are ourselves. But I think that's where it comes from with me. And I'm like, who would have thought y'all would have had somebody or a child that went to Harvard? This is crazy. Right. So we're all just kind of like taking it in at this time. So that's why I drop it here and there. I know I could do some fancy photo shoot in my Harvard sweatshirt and do it. I haven't done that yet because honestly, we were in the pandemic and I talked about that on the episode that I haven't had time to do it yet, <laughs> you know, but I will. And when I do it, I'll just put it out there. I ain't going to be like some, you know, I ain't. it is what it is. Okay, so that's that. Um, well, let me, okay. So anyways, when I saw that on his page and then what had just transpired and going into that art store, I was like, do you got to be kidding me? Like, this is too crazy. And the fact that he was there for a sneaker presentation, which my friend was very, was very much into sneakers and he had a sneaker business. A lot of people didn't know that unless you knew him. Like he, he's this boy was smart and brilliant. And, um, I really wanted those things for him. So it's like we see things happening now and, and even with his best friend, we're all like, oh, my God, if he was still alive during this time, this would have been perfect time. Everything he wanted, I see is coming into fruition and it's so amazing to see. And I'm like, that's how, you know, gosh, it's you know, it's just it's a spiritual thing for me. It's just like, wow, I just see his spirit still here, even if it's in different forms, if that makes sense. So. I was like, okay. And I think what he was just trying to tell me is that you've been so focused on how to honor me and stuff like that. How the best way you can honor me is go for your stuff, you know? And that's just what it was for me. It wasn't like I was holding on for someone to give me the green light to go on with my life and stuff like that. I've already made peace with Michael's passing. That's what people don't know. I talk about the, the grief journey because again, when I started this podcast now going back, I was learning all of that and I was walking y'all through it with me while I was learning. And I said that I said, child, I'm learning this. I'm learning this. We, me and Roscoe talked about it on the podcast, you know, like I didn't, it's, it's a cycle. If you never went through it, it's really a journey and a cycle. And you're going to go through a roller coaster ride of emotions and the best way to get through it is to fight through them and feel those emotions. And I did. And a lot of people don't do that. They numb it. 
And I think that's why we don't hear a lot of talk about how to get through grief because so many people numb it because I did ask questions and a lot of people are like, well, I'm still trying to get through and and I, I, I don't know how and I can't help you because I'm still trying to figure it out. And I'm like, but this happened how many years ago? And OK, so I kept hitting those roadblocks. So I had no choice but to figure out how to get through it myself. And I asked the right questions and I gather resources and my spill on it. Yeah, I guess I could have did a class and all that. But nah, I wasn't really. I was trying to do me and I was in off season. That podcast was a gift and a gift. And it honestly, it was my training ground. It was my playing ground. Some people thought, but she need, you know, people were like, oh, but she don't know how to give speeches and all this other stuff. What people don't know this is another thing. I've been doing, I've always been interested in speech and I studied speech at a young age in elementary school. So I, I've had, I was on speech teams, um, in middle school, (laughs) I had, you know, took speech courses in college and in high school. I took voice and diction in um, college. I gave my first speech in college my freshman year on um, the stairs of Kynert. If you went to that school, then you'll know it. And it that speech got my teacher's attention and it also got a, the student's attention, but it got really another student's attention who took it to the student government at our school and was like, you need to be a part of student government. And I was like, for what? And he was like, your speech, like it was amazing. And, and I, every, we, we want to actually do something about your speech, like what you, you spoke on. And it was about smoking on the steps at the school because it was, that's another episode. But anyways, it was like, we wanted, you need to be on student government. And I was like, actually, I was on student government in high school and middle school and elementary school, but I don't want to do that now, you know? So I, in long story short, if you wanted to know, no, I did not do student government in college. Um, college was too busy, had too much going on. And I was in other um, extracurricular activities, but that was not when I was taken into college. I felt like the student government days were over. It was fun. I learned a lot, but you know, that wasn't where I was. I wanted to get more into my creative side and that's where my headspace was and always is. Um, so, well, I guess y'all learned something else. That wasn't the intake. So getting back to this podcast, I feel like it was my training ground and practice ground throughout the pandemic while I was grieving. So no, I didn't come in trying to market it, trying to do all these things. So it was a free gift to you. If you got something valuable from it and it helped you, God bless you. But, um, so I got a lot of scrutiny. A lot of people said a lot of things and she's not this and that. And people don't know I have the speaking voice, but when you're going through grief, grief took over. (laughs) So you're not going to hear me in true essence of who I am. This is Tanya as you're hearing me now. Because of what I was going through and it was just a break and, you know, and we're all sitting at home talking and having these conversations. And so anytime the Lord put something on my heart to speak of or I spoke with my co-host and we come up with topics and we had a blast coming up with topics. I went to this mic and we talked about it and we had fun. And so there were a lot of people reaching out to me at the time was like, do more of this with your show and do this and do this and do that. And I'm just like. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. You know, like we don't, you know, like it was just a fun thing at the moment 
which I knew I wanted to do other things with it, but I was still trying to put that together. If that makes sense. Okay. All right. (sighs) I hope, Lord, I pray this clears up the confusion on that. All right. So as for me, I am no longer burned out. I am not grieving like I was and stuff like that. I'm not sad. I'm actually in my mode. I just, I don't, you, you have to be around me to understand me and I can't make people understand me and I ain't even trying. That's why I'm like, I'm like, Lord, let's just stop for a second. Y'all overthinking everything. And some of y'all are overthinking because other people are putting stuff in your head to overthinking and you coming at me with things that someone else told you to do and it's like it ain't and the reason it's failing and it's not working because you're getting actions from other people on how to come for me i won't say really come for me but how to deal with me and they don't even know how to deal with me because they ain't never deal with me you got to come directly to the source i can tell you we can we can get through all of this there will be no strife no nothing if everybody just asks me <laughs> and I'll tell you, I'm really just that easy breezy. I'm an easy breezy girl, but you got to come to me. But when it, it has, y'all don't understand anything about energy. And I don't want to talk about that on here. I can feel energy. I can sense when energy is off, it's coming. Um, if, if someone's trying to even be sneaky, whatever, the sneaky don't have to be always a bad thing. It'd be a good thing, but you just up your sleeves with something like you play. I feel it in energy form. I see it like, so it's kind of hard to be me. <laughs> Because I'm like, whoa, just come at me on the real right now. Like whatever the intentions, just tell me what it is because it's like hard to plan something with me with that sneaky energy too. Because I'm going to be all in the no, 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 no. May not know everything, but it throws the energy off and then I'm going to start being like, hey, chill with your energy. Okay. So. But, and hence, that's where we are now with it. It's just too much confusion. Like, I'm not posting sad stuff. There is some stuff that I'm talking about, and I will address this thing with July. July was crazy, okay? July, what happened in July was very crazy. And yes, it was very hurtful. Ooh, that's me talking about hurt. A lot of people are afraid to admit stuff. And I'm not that girl. Like, to me, you do something, I'm like, yeah, I, I didn't like it. I did not like that. And I don't understand. So talk to me, friend. What's going on? Where did that come from, friend? Like, I don't understand. That's the type of conversation I'm looking for. I'm lost with that. There is, in this situation, there is a a issue with communication. One, I don't know where you're coming from. And you may not know where I'm coming from if direct communication is not being presented on the table. You can't talk to me through other people because it's not going to come back the way you intended to come. Sometimes people withhold information because, and sometimes people, it's not coming across the way you think it's coming across because if they don't understand me, how can they rely on message? And then, then everything is just off, off. You, it's hard to communicate with somebody when you got to have a formal message to understand them first and foremost. So you'll know how to communicate. And, um, it was hurtful. I'm not going to go into all the details. I'm just going to say what happened, what transpired was very hurtful. And at a time where I'm coming off grief, let me put that, I've just dealt with closing up the chapter of grieving my friend. I'm dealing with my grandmother who was um, not her best and she was leaving this world. 
and um she was dealing with her um situation and you know and we're all trying to help her live out her last days and you know be merry and fun and there's things that she wanted to do and I'm grateful grandma got to do everything she wanted to do and I, I really wasn't expecting for her to pass in November and I it's so crazy because during that time I had plans to go see her in November because I had put something off I know I almost say I put something off I rearranged my schedule in order to be there for somebody else for what they had going on and um I was like, well, I'm going to go in, instead of going in this month, I'm going to go in this month. And the month that I was planning, had plans to go be with her, she left before I can get there. So that's bittersweet. And, and, and on top of that, the, the month that I did all that in, all of this transpired. So it was a lot to take in, if you can feel me without me saying, but I'll say it if I need to say it, you know. And um, then I'm dealing with my own thing. Like I knew that I was about to transition back into the um, my say nine to five world. Even though I say nine to five, I don't work nine to five hours. That's the thing. It's a different type of grind for me, and I love it. But I was about I was in the midst of going through that ordeal, um, transitioning back into what I stepped away from. And so I, I didn't need all of that. You know, I didn't need no distractions. I didn't need all of this, you know, all of that because I knew what was around the corner for me. Even though things we don't talk about, I knew what this year meant for me and how I was setting this up and making sure everybody good. I got to make sure dad good. He just lost his mom. I got to make sure her um Yeah. Siblings. Most importantly, her children, you know, like, I'm good, you know, not saying I'm not putting me first. I was first, but making sure everything good. Honestly, me going through what I went through prepared me for her home going and how to help my family during this time. So um, we were good because I got experience in this area in a, in a different way. So um, that's that's amazing. But to say all of that. And the reason it's coming out is right now is because so much has been going on. People have so much to say, so opinionated. I feel like there's just too many people involved in something they shouldn't be involved in. And there's a lot of confusion going back and forth. Sometimes when you a person can't speak for themselves, it causes more confusion too because you have so many other people trying to speak on your behalf and it's just too much. Like I said, it's too many hands in a pot and the pot is boiling over and it's more confusion. And so then people start attacking people and start saying, well, you didn't do this and do this. People, you didn't show up. You didn't show that. How did I know I was supposed to do this? Did somebody tell me this? Did anybody leave me in the loop? You know, like we start doing that to each other and it's just too much. And, um, and a lot of people don't know what you got going on in your lives. We all got things going on in our lives, everybody and where you're at. And that's why I focus so much on the individual journey. I'm like, focus on your journey. This is what we do as a society. You're too busy focus on what everybody else is going on. People are now trying to be like, I had somebody say, I was sad for four years and what? It's, you know, like, and what, what, what's the craziest? I'm in the loop. Oh yeah. My last podcast episode, I would say going through a cycle. I'm not going through a loop. I wasn't, I, and I said specifically, I said that particular episode, I'm speaking to someone. 
So what I'm what I'm trying to say in that episode, as I was speaking about grief and explaining it from the experience that I had with grief and dealing with that type of loss. But overall, what I'm trying to say is sometimes our actions impact other people and people don't understand that, meaning. We keep saying as a society why does this keep happening? Why people keep dying? Well, maybe so much death is going on in society is due to our actions. Let's put it in that framework so you guys can understand it. When you guys aren't doing what you're supposed to do, and when I say do you, I'm talking about us as collectively. This is the impact. We didn't learn the lesson with the first shootings that took place when I'm saying kids were being shot or African-American men were being shot. It keeps happening until you learn the lesson. So that's when I, when I say grief, it's a collective thing. Like why do we keep going through cycles of grief in that? Why do black men keep getting shot? Because we ain't learned the lesson yet. It's something we're not doing to fix the problem that the problem keeps going. You're not taking, I won't say we're not taking the problem as seriously, but the action steps toward it aren't the right action steps to address it. We are kind of surface with a lot of things. Okay. Why is there so many deaths? That's why I brought out the thing about health. You know, like people, I was talking to a group of people online and we had this discussion about somebody had died and death and they were like, well, why is everybody dying from cancer? And I said, well, number one starts with, are we getting our preventive checkups? Let's start there. That's how you can help yourself. People started blaming everybody else. They were blaming doctors. Well, it's a doctor's responsibility to tell people to go to the doctor and do these things. No, 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 no. We want to always put responsibility off. It's not the doctor's responsibility to tell you to come in for your annual checkup. Okay. You have to be big boys and girls out here. And you have to take responsibility for your independent health. Okay. Just like you take responsibility for your healing. You have to take responsibility for that. You know you have eyes. You want your eyes so you can see, right? You know you have teeth in your mouth. You see people dying from breast cancer and everything. If breast cancer or any type of cancer runs in your family, you need to be going getting your annual checkup. Then we want to say, I don't have the money. So that was my other reason to let you know that, hey, If it's a cost thing, there are free resources out here. Did you know that you can go to the free clinic and get a lot of these things? Not every, everything is going to be free, but a lot of the main ones are free. Your free lab work, your free um, checkups are free. And then the thing is, once you go to a doctor, they can give you a referral to the next doctor because to get a mammogram, you're going to have to be referred. Sometimes the mobile truck comes around um, to do the annual checkups. But if you have a primary doctor and a lot of you guys don't have that, if you go to the local free clinics, they can be considered as your primary doctor and they can start referring you to go to these doctors to get your colonoscopy, get your mammogram. There are certain programs out here that can help you to like best chance and all of these things. There's, there's a wealth of knowledge that I have that I'll be able to help you with and where I'm going with my brand. But it started there with that conversation. And so I say, well, you know what? Let me put this up. No, it wasn't perfect post. Sorry 
to the people who felt like it didn't did it and this. I got the information up for the people who were asking me at that time for the group of people I was speaking with to say, let's just start somewhere and then come in and talk about it later. OK, I, you know, every time con- when I, every conversation that I bring up, I'm target one on one with everything. People got so much to say about me, this and that and who she thinks she is and this. I'm trying to help the ones who want to get help. If it's not a post for you, look the opposite way. That's how I feel. Okay. Everybody is so busy trying to help me because they think I'm just down and out. I'm not down and out. I'm in a, I went through my journey. I went through my healing journey. I'm on the other side. I can help somebody else. Let me get my brand off the ground. I got people trying to, I'm not even going to go there. (laughs) I'm not even going to go there with that. Sometimes you got to give people a chance to see what they're going to do. Let me put that on the table. Sometimes you got to give people like I'm a type of person. I ain't going to get it right all the time, but let me fail and learn sometimes. You know, like, have you ever had people who like to talk over you? Like before you can get a sentence out. Well, I knew what you was going to say before you say it. Okay, but can I get it out my mouth? You know, like. Sometimes in this life, you got to allow people to allow, just allow, just allow it. You know, like it's fun to me when I don't get it right sometimes and then I get it right. Some people don't move like that and that's okay. Some people, it's got to be perfect. Everything they do is perfect. It's just everything is perfect. And that's you. I don't judge on that. But that's why I said my Instagram is not your typical Instagram because it's more like my pinch. You're going to see me F up. You're going to see me get it right. You're going to see me this because I'm not utilizing it like you would compare it to somebody else. And you got to get out of comparison. You're comparing me to somebody else when you don't even understand the reason and the why behind why I do what I do. Now, it is changing over. One of them is that at least, (laughs) you know, and the other one is changing, too, in, in in a way. And we'll bridge the gap on all that stuff. I go back to verses. The reason I used to watch verses all the time, one, because I love music. I love concerts and we were locked in and that was my way to get my concerts in. But I also like watching the process of them just building something and trying to figure it out. You know, like afterwards we would have the conversation and, you know, and they would be like, well, who you want on the show next week or next time? And who you think we should pair up? And, you know, like that was fun to me going into those strategy sections with them afterwards and, you know, and seeing the take on it. I I I like versus for that. That's my takeaway. That's why I got. I'm not gonna get in that conversation, but it was fun. Thank you for versus. I mean, I understand they they had to do what they had to do. They did what they want to do, and you know, and that's their business, you know. But I say thank you for the time we had with versus and for what it was to the culture at the time. Um, what else? Because I'm about to get cut off. <laughs> but that's just it. I just want to say that because y'all. I'm not, grief was hard and I'm grateful to be on the other side of it, but I am an introvert and I was, uh, the most of the world is, is come based of, off of, excuse me, I should say, based off of extroverts. So an extrovert is not going to understand an introvert. You can read about us all day long, but we are all different. I'm not a shy one. There are shy ones. I'm a reserved one. But we have our own individual ways of doing things. Just like you as an extrovert has your own individual ways. Allow individuals to be individuals, okay? And it's all good over here. 
Yes, you can hurt on something and it's okay to say something hurt your feelings. But I still don't understand it. But hey, I ain't holding on. I got things to do. And it's going to cut me off. Maybe this will resolve some things. Maybe if not. If it, you understood, you understood. If not, this is it. We'll talk about the podcast. If I continue it or not, we'll talk about that coming forward and the new direction. I, I am going to be talking, but on a different platform. But we'll we'll see. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Woo.